Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Who's calling? I think it might be Pete. Pete, sweetie. Arrowhead Pride. Editor-in-chief. It is Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, presented by Mark Ferguson, the attorney that's been helping Kansas City sports fans with all of their legal needs since 1996. Integrity results. That's Mark Ferguson. All right, Pete, we finished up a game. We moved on. We're headed to Baltimore right now. And one of the big reasons is Travis Kelsey has looked like a young, young, young Travis Kelsey. All of a sudden, he's found the fountain of youth, huh? Yeah, I, I don't know if if we're um, just discussing the the week eighteen decision to to sit down enough. I know that uh, it was a big deal at the time, you know, at least locally uh, in KC, just because I think everyone wanted to see him continue that streak into eight seasons of a uh, thousand yards. But by taking off, it it looked like he reinvigorated himself, and it you know, begins to make you wonder just how much maybe that that week one last minute injury was maybe hindering him and he could probably use two full weeks off his feet. But I, I do feel like that he's had some extra juice, some extra energy and it's uh, helping that the team is leaning into guys like Rice and uh, Pacheco. And yeah, I guess even Marquez found the scantling. Uh, and I think it, it's helping open things up for Kelsey. The two touchdowns in the game were huge. And now uh, he's back on the radar in a, in a way. Now guys, I, it didn't feel like to me he had a seven-game touchdown drought, but I, I mean, I guess the facts are the facts. But it didn't feel like he was he was struggling that much. I felt like he was looking a little bit tired and looked certainly more refreshed. But that seven-game touchdown list streak didn't feel like it was a as long as it was. No, guys, it didn't. You? No, I didn't. I didn't really notice it till I saw that yesterday. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. It's been a while. Yeah, and for them to be able to push themselves into the playoffs, uh, you know, I think while doing that without Kelsey, I mean, this is just an added boost kind of late in the year here um, in a way. I, I think we not, – not writing him off in the sense of um, like we didn't think he could be a contributor, but I think we were wondering if there would still be someone that you could count on to have the game, be that guy in the postseason. And I think you really proved that the other day and, and now – uh, to me, you have a couple viable weapons here, and all of a sudden, uh, right when it counts, this offense is opening up a bit. I mean, it feels like it took 
19, 20 weeks, but uh, suddenly I think after last game, you're having confidence going into Baltimore. Yeah, how much confidence do you have of where this offense is right now? Obviously, it's not 2018, 2019, 2020 type confidence, but what kind of confidence level do you have with this offense right now? Yeah, this is such an odd year because we have been saying to ourselves uh, for years, well, if the defense can just be above average, uh, this team is going to roll the Super Bowl. And this year was the the exact opposite. And I, I think I'm comfortable saying that this is an above average offense after last game. And who knows um, what the ceiling can be if guys like Marquez Valdez scaling are act, uh, you know, actually going to play like that. I think they have enough to win with the way the defense played all year uh, and what we saw last game um, as far as just going 2-0 and because it's all you got to do right now. Uh, definitely some problems to fix, but I – can this team win against Baltimore and then go on and win again? I, I think I think they can based upon what I saw. Uh, and the defense uh, in this game struggled for a couple quarters, and I, I thought they really uh, flipped the switch in the fourth quarter, which is good to see going into the next game. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the defense next. Seven points in the second half. They may give up a few things early, but, boy, they find a way to just shut things down. I think minus three yards rushing as well in the fourth quarter. Uh, they really can put the lock on in the second half of games. Yeah, I think what what you're seeing is, you know, the the running backs uh, can do a lot of uh, damage against this particular Chiefs team. Teams really struggle to to throw the football, uh, and I think you know that type of of build can only work if the other team gets a, a an early lead. And I think a good example of that was that loss against the Packers, where the Packers were running all over the Chiefs, similar to other teams. But um, what you saw in that game was an early lead that they were able to maintain. Uh, so long as the offense is ticking a little bit, the defense can give up a points, you know, here and there. And you know they're not going to uh, give up too many big plays because they seem to, uh, again, disarm the uh, the top target of the other team. And so uh, I think finally you're starting to see these two units meet in the middle. And kudos to the to the Chiefs uh, because they were able to win a lot of games while I think figuring this all out. Um, but ultimate confidence in this team uh, based upon. Um, what you've seen now in, uh, through these two playoff games. Talking with Pete Sweeney here on 610 Sports Radio, and, and one of the injuries, obviously, that reared its ugly head is Joe Tooney. He's been a rock at that left guard spot for the Chiefs since he signed over here from the New England Patriots, and I was talking to somebody yesterday about you know Joe Tooney and kind of where we are, and, and the comment that I got was, eh, and we'll know more today about Joe Tooney. What do you think the likelihood of Joe Tooney playing on Sunday is, Pete? I, I think you know, based upon some of the language that you got, some of the language that we're seeing come out um, as far as the, the, the news breaking, it, it being strained, and there's optimism. I, I tend to think Joe is eyeing the Super Bowl right now. Uh, I think you're going to get at least get one game with Nick Allegretti, uh, and you're going to see where you're at with, with Joe in a couple weeks here um, because if you are able to win this game, you get two weeks instead of one, and I think that's the key to this one. But Allegretti, um, he's been good. He's been a good backup for the Chiefs. Uh, it, it could have a spot start for uh, Kansas City. This is a guy who's played uh, as a starter before in 2020, played in, in the playoffs in 2020. And so um, good, good for one game, and, and the Chiefs will hope to get full strength if uh, they are able to win another AFC championship. Mike Edwards could be dicey. We know how those concussions are. You never know if those linger. And then, obviously, Willie Gay tried to go last week and really couldn't. So uh, these going to be a wait-and-see all week for both. Yeah, Willie Gay is a, a key uh, player this week, I, I think, to watch just because this is Lamar Jackson and you want to have all your spy options that you can. I think you want to make sure that, that Steve Spagnuolo has all the weapons at, at his disposal. So 
Uh, looks like they, they shut down Gay after an injury popped up on Saturday. We'll see if they can get him in a place where he could go. I think he's important. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, uh, Mike Edwards would be nice to have in the lineup. Sort of has this turnover gene that only certain players uh, tend to have, uh, which is always big in, in games where I think the teams are evenly matched and you could force a turnover. Um, and, and then, for me, you have Shamari Connor uh, there as well, uh, which has been a really nice development for the Chiefs. Uh, if, if Edwards is unable to go, concussions are a little um, mysterious in, in ways to, to figure out timelines and things like that. You know, I'm not I'm not saying that you, you, it doesn't matter if you lose somebody because we've got backups, but isn't it nice to know that when guys go down, there are so many capable backups at just about every position out there. It just really continues to reassure how great of a talent evaluator Brett Veach has been for his six years here in Kansas City. Yeah, certainly at the, the second and third levels, uh, for sure. The linebacker right. room, a lot of options. Uh, the defensive backs, uh, a lot of options. And This was a point I was kind of alluding to yesterday with, with Andy Reid and just how good Connor played in this game, filling in when he didn't really know who was going to get that many snaps because of, of Edwards. It's just the, the day three players on the defensive side that uh, this team has drafted. I mean, you mentioned uh, Joshua Williams. Uh, Jalen Watson is, a, is another one. Um, Connor came in the fourth round, just like Legarius Sneed. Mike Dana, who's on the other side of, of George Karloftis, came uh, in the fifth round. Uh, they've been very, very good uh, being able to draft these uh, contributors on their rookie deals. And that's how you win. That's one of the keys to winning uh, with the franchise quarterback that you have right now is, is making sure you get stone-cold contributors, uh, even if they're uh, in late rounds and, and still on their rookie contracts. All right, so let, let's start looking at at Baltimore and, and, and moving this thing forward a little bit because that's the next game on the uh, agenda. It seemed like a team that we were going to play every year for a while. We haven't played these guys since 2021. It's been a long time since this, you know, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes rivalry. in that yeah. game that, like, scored and stuff. Not even there anymore, yeah. right? And Kelsey, like, Kelsey and Mahomes and Jackson. That's like it. And that's it. Everybody else is turned over already it's amazing quick the league turns right and and so I look at this game Pete and I say yeah Lamar got the best of the Chiefs the last time they played but that was regular season back in 2021 I think there is more pressure on Lamar Jackson than than obviously Patrick Mahomes in this game how do you think Lamar handles the pressure this week of being the guy that has to go out there and win to really prove he is a true MVP and legit quarterback in this league yeah, I think the pressures on the the opposing teams are in the rest of the way here. Uh, the Chiefs have two Super Bowls in the last four years, right. and they're they're hungry for another one. And kudos to them. I mean, they're really hungry. You can really see that in the post game locker room the other night. Um, but the the pressure shifts to every other quarterback. Uh, you know, I was asked the other day, well, you know, who's Patrick Mahomes' biggest rival? It's got to be Josh Allen. Now it's like we we change. This is a carousel. We change it every year. For a second, maybe it's going to be Herbert. It was Lamar before. Uh, then it was Allen, then it was Burrow, now back to Allen. Now back, Patrick Mahomes has been the constant, and I think that is the, the key here. Why has he been the constant? Because he's won championships. And I, I think the pressure that you're referring to, you saw it late in the game uh, with, with Josh Allen and, and the Buffalo Bills, and I think it was making them play a little bit passive when in a situation where you probably should have been aggressive. Just go get the lead, go get the four-point lead against the Chiefs, but uh, they got a little passive there. They were worried about how much time they were going to give the, the ball uh, to Mahomes with. And I think you saw the pressure in a big spot uh, see them unravel. And that's going to be the same for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I mean, if you are them, and I, I've been saying this the whole time about the playoffs, you have to be thrilled that the Chiefs are on a quote-unquote down year by their standards. And you have to take advantage of that. I mean, you see the misery right now in Buffalo. 
that's going to extend to Baltimore. This has got to feel for them like a golden opportunity. And, yes, I, I do believe uh, the pressure is on the, the quarterback who hasn't won a championship yet, not the one that has won two with two MVPs. Okay, Pete, you mentioned something that I think is, is interesting to talk about, and that's like the rivalry to Patrick Mahomes constantly changing. Is it okay that we may have reached a spot where Patrick Mahomes doesn't have a rival, but he's a rival to everybody else? <laughs> yeah, I compare him to – to Jordan, you know, at this stage yeah. uh, where or like Kansas basketball in the Big 12, like everybody looks at Kansas as a rival. But who's Kansas real rival in the Big 12 anymore? It really doesn't exist. Whoever they play the next know? game, whoever they play the yeah. next game. And that's kind of where Patrick Mahomes is, I think, is that he's his rival is that quarterback that he's facing on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, and, that, and that, that's what Brady was. I mean, it was Brady and the sprinkles. So every once in a while, Peyton Manning would get a Super Bowl. I mean, Big Ben was mixed in there. Flacco even found one. But eventually, you know, Brady would win again, you know, and, and that's, the, that's just going to be it. And, and that's what I'm saying when it comes to what is almost like a Mahomes gap year. And it might not be right. Cause you know, here they are one win away. Like you have to take advantage of whenever there might be any kind of tinker in the armor and it may be too late, you know, just because of how good the chiefs offense looks. I'm not saying again, they're, they're as great as they might've been in previous years. But to me last, last night, the other night was an above average outing. Uh, and they can build on that. And, man, if the Chiefs' offense is going to be there, uh, we know the defense is going to be there. Uh, this window that might have been there suddenly doesn't seem so open. Brady and the Sprinkles could be a very good retirement thing for Brady. He can go tour and play yeah, like Ramada, Ramadas. Good. Great band, but toward the end, yeah. they could, you know, uh, the old number five could open for the Brady and the Sprinkles. It would be a good, good little tour. Maybe, maybe reverse. Maybe reverse. They open for the oh, okay. yeah, we'll do switch, that. Yeah, you mentioned, that, yeah. mentioned Mahomes, and we've kind of joked about it a little bit, like who's his rival. But, Pete, I can like tip my cap to him. The last three games he's played, uh, the Cincinnati game where I thought like that was a great tune-up for the postseason, and the postseason, I think he's played really, really well. He's given, he's given the Chiefs exactly what they need at that spot. He doesn't have to overdo it either, but he's playing really well. Yeah, and all the all the the, the quote unquote rivals. Uh, I mean, if anyone has gotten a little bit more out of out of that, it, it's been Burrow. But then Pat gets him back by by winning last year and, and going doing it all. And you look at Tyree Kill. I mean, uh, he really wanted to win one of these games. Was not able to do it in the regular season. Um, was had a had a touchdown. But you take away that play, I think he had nine yards. I mean, he had the really one really great play. Uh, and his team lost the game. It's like. As badly as these players want to win, the other night with Josh Allen and City of Buffalo, and and not wanting to go 0 for three against Patrick Mahomes, but it's just no matter what, no matter how badly these teams want it, no matter how much they prepare, it seems like Mahomes is undeniable. So, I mean, I think if you're Baltimore, there's probably some slight excitement. Hey, you know, we can maybe take advantage of this, but I think there's also some trepidation in like, well, it doesn't really matter. Um, Mahomes is going to come in and, and rip our hearts out anyway. Yeah, it, it's just it's so much better if you're Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs this week because you're the fourth team in a four-team field that's left that anybody's talking about. Everybody loves Brock Purdy. Everybody still wants to know why Josh Allen can't play on Sunday. Um, and, and nobody's talking about the Chiefs. They're all talking about how Baltimore is going to beat them. And like, this is a great spot to be in for Kansas City. I'm so excited to see how Mahomes and company come out on Sunday knowing that all week everybody's been picking the Ravens and telling them that they're not any good anymore yet here they are in the AFC championship game yeah and uh I mean it it's it's got to be maddening for uh, other NFL cities I'm sure that there's a lot of you know people out there this year saying anybody but the Chiefs especially in the AFC um and it doesn't matter and it doesn't matter and, and like I I think we saw uh, a, a, a new 
kind of awesome version of, of Mahomes. Uh, of course, not at the podium where he's always respectful, um, but you just saw how happy he was to be getting pelted with snowballs as he's beaming, running off the field. And he, he kind of uh, alluded to in the press conference that he enjoyed um, being the the uh, enemy, you know, among knocking a team out in their own building. And then if you go to the locker room video as he's talking to the team, he's like, you know, they asked for this. They wanted this. And so um, where I think we were talking about, well, what is Mahomes going to do on the road all week last week? And now I suddenly think, we, well, I think he kind of likes it in a weird way. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I saw uh, – I, I think there's even a case to be made that he might like it more than being at home in the playoffs. He seemed to really, really like uh, disappointing the opposing fans. So uh, that bodes well for Chiefs fans on Sunday uh, going into this one. All right. Have an enjoyable week. Thank you, Pete. All right, guys. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, or 6 Cent Sports Radio Chiefs Insider. Get there. Uh, get his uh, email or his, uh, his headlines right to your inbox every day. Check out their newsletter at Arrowhead Pride. Dot com Presented by Mark Ferguson, the attorney that's been helping Kansas City sports fans with all their legal needs since 1996. Integrity results. That's Mark Ferguson. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.